Hey. I don't know. I, I don't know why I'm calling. I just... I just miss you. Life's, you know... Life's been weird. Shut up! I have to try this. Editor Charlie, do this to me. Hey, it's me. I'm just calling to say... She is the most boring, vanilla, bland girl I've ever seen, and I bet she smells like water and her favorite color is clear. Goodbye. Nailed it. I'm Alex Clark. This is Politics, the first and only daily entertainment news show from a conservative perspective. Today, we are covering Twitch's shocking suicide and the eerie video of him on staff at The Ellen Show that has now resurfaced after his death. Jennifer Aniston threw a big FU party to the influencers taking over Hollywood. Henry Cavill has officially retired as Superman. Governor Kristi Noem has an interesting social media proposition for Elon Musk. And because it's our first Friday episode in a while, you get the Freak of the Week. This is our last politics episode of the year because we will be attending America Fest until Tuesday, and then it's Christmas and New Year's, so the politics team is going to get a much-deserved break, rest, and relaxation, and then we're going to be back January 4th, refreshed with a new episode. Until then, you will get three new episodes of my podcast, The Spillover, on Apple and Spotify, or you can watch on the Politics YouTube if you prefer. Today, the new episode is with Gloria Brittenall, who found out her husband was going to prison for child porn after 30 years of marriage. We discussed the biblical grounds for divorce, and it's a very juicy episode. Then December 23rd, I have a very big and exciting guest with a feel-good episode all about homemaking. And then December 30th, I will be looking into our country's future and discussing the fourth turn in generational theory. That is a very eerie episode. You have been warned. Today, by the way, is the last day you can order official politics and the spillover merch in time for Christmas, tpusamerch.com. Let's get into the show. I am already emotionally spent. Where's the juice? Give my son the juice! I'm not sure there was one person who wasn't shocked by the news that professional dancer, social media influencer, and Ellen Show DJ Twitch died by suicide. I saw regular people I went to high school with talking about him, and A-list stars like Channing Tatum, even Michelle Obama. It seemed like he made a mark on absolutely everyone, and even so, he felt like he had no way out, even with a beautiful wife and family. His whole presence on social media was happy and dancing and entertaining, and yet, as we now know, that was clearly just a facade. He was struggling, and maybe we'll find out why, maybe we won't. Maybe the Ellen Show ending affected him profoundly. In fact, a very odd video has resurfaced of one of the executive producers of The Ellen Show telling staff that with the show ending, they need to be cautious with their mental health. It's not uncommon in the TV industry for crew to go through depression when a show ends. You lose a family, a purpose, and a job that you poured your heart and soul into sometimes for many years. In the case of The Ellen Show, I believe it was 20 years. But what's really eerie and odd about this video is that this executive producer says this speech and the exact words don't keep in the pain directly in front of Twitch. This is a life change and we're all going through it and it's okay to be sad and to reach out to each other because nobody knows this exact experience other than the people who worked here, the people who represent Ellen, the people of Warner Brothers who have taken care of her. We have all been through this and, and we went through it and we went through it together. You guys should be proud that you stuck it out. You went through it. You got to see what we've done for 19 years. But keep each other close. Don't keep in the pain. Talk to someone. Anyone. 
He checked into a motel a few hours before ending his life, and the staffer said he didn't seem visibly upset about anything. He had a small bag with him and only bought one night. According to the University of Houston, this year they found that the suicide rate among black Americans has increased dramatically since the pandemic, but that in the black community especially, anything mental health related is seen as taboo. If you or someone you know is struggling and considering doing something drastic, call or text 988. Also, I want you to know, you can always talk to me. My DMs are always open. I pester my BFF Lauren when I am in a pit, and if you don't have a Lauren, I want you to know that you have an Alex. Always. Remember a few weeks back I told you that Jennifer Aniston said she can't stand all these influencers and people getting famous from TikTok and being invited to prestigious Hollywood events and getting cast in movies and stuff? I mean, rightfully so. I don't love it either. And she said the old Hollywood is totally dead. Remember all this? Well, she threw a star-studded holiday party at her Bel Air mansion and a source told Page Six that the joke of the night was that the group considered themselves the old guard of Hollywood. Here's who was there. Sandra Bullock, Gwyneth Paltrow, David Spade, Bradley Cooper, John Hamm, Jason Bateman, and Tobey Maguire. The CEO of Netflix, Friends co-stars Courtney Cox and Lisa Kudrow, as well as morning show stars Reese Witherspoon and Mark Duplass. The source also said it was a no cell phone party, but not because Jennifer Aniston made it a rule. Guests simply didn't pull them out, so people weren't taking photos or videos or documenting their nights for social media. The bash was described to Page Six as an old school fun party filled with non-thirsty celebrities. Ooh, Jen is the last true A-lister in Hollywood. Respect it. Identify as Jennifer Aniston. James Gunn is completely cleaning house at DC. Henry Cavill dropped The Witcher only to come back as Superman and be dropped as Superman. Double homicide. He got majorly screwed by Warner Brothers. Many are glad James Gunn is rebooting DC, but feel like Henry was perfectly cast and this is a huge loss. So now everyone wants Henry to say he's coming back as The Witcher. I was just kidding. Come on. Come on. You guys know I was just kidding, right? This could be the biggest waste of casting an A-list star ever. <laughs> South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem tweeted, in 2012, Twitter bought Vine for $30 million, then hung it out to dry. Vine is the perfect app to take down TikTok. Now that Elon Musk owns Twitter, he can bring back Vine. It'd be a massive blow to the Chinese Communist Party and a win for American national security. I'm not against this in the least, personally. Vine was only six seconds long, though, so I think to compete with TikTok, they'd have to make videos longer. But this seemed to really polarize people on Twitter. Some people loved it. And some people just roasted Christy for it. This person said, he's not going to buy you a horse and have twins with you. Horsey's clomp, I stomp. Oh my gosh, we haven't been doing Friday episodes anymore so that on Thursdays we have time to film and edit other content. But since we're doing a special Friday episode today because I'm going to be off so long for Christmas, I figured we could bring back Benjamina for old time's sake for the Frig of the Week. Oh, Benny boy! I said certified freak. Seven days a week. When you imagine what the president does all day, you probably imagine tons of closed door meetings and briefings. But when it comes to President Biden, 
naps come to mind. Am I right? Except when he's not doing that. Apparently he's hosting drag queens, like this one. Drag queen activist Marty Cummings was invited to the White House to join President Biden while he signed the Respect for Marriage Act. Except I don't think anyone looked deep on his social media, or if they did, even more disturbing because he was invited to the White House despite having tweeted, the kids are out to sing and suck an Instagram post that featured Cummings posing with a child and other scantily clad drag queens also was captioned, he was so excited and said he wants to perform with us next year. But hey, the adults are finally back in charge. Time to go home. I have something very important to say before Christmas. If you are gifted a 23andMe test and you discover that you're related to a famous unsolved murderer or serial killer, Promise me, I will be the first one you tell. It is my Christmas wish. I didn't ask for this. I didn't ask for That's any not... of this. For real though, if you open any politics merch for Christmas, I cannot wait to see. So tag us on your stories. Hopefully I will meet many of you at America Fest this weekend. I'm staying in Arizona for the holidays. I guess I haven't been in the holiday spirit very much lately, but I'm honestly kind of looking forward to just being the old lady in a shoe and doing nothing. I prefer that sometimes. I'll be brainstorming lots of ideas for the spillover season four. I did not slack on these last three episodes this month either, so you better listen and still leave your five-star reviews. Don't forget to like, thumbs up this episode, all that stuff, subscribe, leave us a comment, all the things. We're back January 4th at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific. It's pop culture without the propaganda every single day. Merry Christmas and have a fabulous New Year, cute servatives. I'm Alex Clark and this is Politics. Hopefully you found the conservatee scalding today. Don't forget if you want to get the full Poplitics experience to follow us on Instagram at Poplitics where you can see all the fun clips. You can find me on Instagram too at RealAlexClark. Love you, mean it. Bye.